Hello and welcome to the Americano podcast, a special series of discussions about US politics and the Trump presidency, or as we journalists call it, the gift that keeps on giving. I'm Lara Prendergast and I'm joined by Jane Forsyth, Freddie Gray and Katie Balls. So, Theresa May and Donald Trump have just held a fairly extraordinary press conference at Checkers. James, what did you make of it? I thought the most striking thing about it was that Donald Trump clearly felt bad about what he had said in his interview with the Sun newspaper about Theresa May. He was kind of clearly trying to help her out. He kind of went out of his way to say that a trade deal was still possible, um, even though he slightly contradicted himself on that later on by attacking what the EU does to American farmers, which the UK would have to carry on doing under this arrangement. He also wanted to kind of lavish praise on Theresa May at every opportunity. Uh, so I think you actually did see him, and he said something I, I think I haven't heard him say before. He said that he had apologised to her for what he said, when I always thought he was one of those people who thought never apologised, never explained, it's a sign of weakness. Freddie, what did you make of it? Well, I think he he never fails to amuse. Um, I, I know that uh, these are very important, weighty matters of state, um, but it was a comic masterpiece of a press conference. Um, and I thought actually the bits where he was trying to praise Theresa May were, were the funniest because it was very, very uncomfortable. He, he clearly doesn't really like her very much, but he was sort of pausing and then going, this incredible woman. And it was just so odd and weird and hilarious and um, I think that's the only thing I can really say about it. And Katie, what do you think we should make of this um, discrepancy between the Sun interview and then what he had to say in the conference? Well, I think this was damage limitation mode, and you do wonder when he said that he had been reassured from his conversations with Theresa May, from his conversations with her advisors and so forth about this white paper, and now he believed, you know, a deal could be possible after all. You do wonder what else they said to him today. <laughs> think. But um, I also thought some of his comments, about, they did come across as slightly patronising. It's always that, oh, this, this, you know, this woman, this <laughs> given that it does seem clear that he doesn't really respect her like he does some world leaders. So I think in terms of damage limitation, it was the best that number 10 could have hoped for following what happened last night. Um, but I'd, this isn't the successful visit that they probably first envisaged. I thought it was an epic moment when he said uh, that he wouldn't want to have Theresa May as an enemy. Yeah. And Theresa May then shouted out across the press conference. It was, we're friends, we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> and when he said, and when he said um, I, you know, I had breakfast, lunch and dinner with her yesterday and I said, what are we doing today? And they're like, breakfast and lunch. And you could see it wasn't actually filling him with joy. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem like they've got that many common interests outside breakfast, lunch and dinner. No. <laughs> well, we also talked about the special relationship and said that the relationship is at the highest level of special. James, is that good news for us, do you think? Uh, I, I think what, what is interesting from this is that... It's leaving. <laughs> Indeed. Um, well, the special relationship is it, the, the the thing that really makes it special is, is the military and intelligence relationship, and that is kind of clearly ongoing. I, I think one of the things that you saw in this press conference was this uneasy place that Theresa May is in, because Donald Trump took I, I I lost count of how many pot shots he took at Angela Merkel and Germany and German policy. Theresa May obviously needs Angela Merkel to help her out on Brexit can't join in this thing. So it's this hilarious thing when she was asked about uh, her views on this Nord Stream 2 pipeline. She kept saying, saying, we'll make our views clear and then not saying what those views were because she, she doesn't want to disagree with Trump but she also doesn't want to scold Angela Merkel in public. Freddie, he also talked quite a lot about Russia. What did you make of his comments on Putin? Well, he's obviously got the Helsinki coming up and he's going to be seeing Putin and the American media are much more interested in that than they are with Britain. 
Um, I know as British journalists we tend to forget just quite how insignificant uh, we are to the American media. Um, I, I think he, 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 t- he said what he always said, which is, you know, relationships. Relationships are important. Why wouldn't I want to have a relationship with Vladimir Putin? And um, he makes that point quite effectively. I think most people agree with him. Katie, obviously the protests have also been held this afternoon. Have they had much of an impact, do you think? I mean, they're happening. Every, they seem to be fairly well attended. But I do think it's one of those... I think they're not that well attended. Well, I think it depends where you are. So I was just uh, on a rooftop by Parliament Square um, doing an interview, and it's quite empty there now. But then the pictures, of course, around Trafalgar Square and near the broadcasting house are quite full. I would say the one I was just at, not so much. I also thought the um, big Trump balloon thing would be a lot bigger than it was, I think, for all the fuss. And also for all the... Um, airtime it seems to be receiving that's the most (laughs) that's the most disappointing i walked past it today and i thought that must be just like a a mini version of it there must be a bigger one somewhere and then i realized no that's the actual it's pathetic (laughs) i I was slightly surprised i was walking in from the house of commons to here and i had kind of budgeted for it to take kind of 15 20 minutes of kind of trying to get through the crowds you actually can walk quite easily so it's not it's not it, it 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 is not totally rammed and in a way, which is in a way surprising when you consider how much animus has gone into it. But I think part of the challenge for the organisers of these protests is that because Trump is being kept away from central London, there isn't the satisfaction of thinking that if you shout rude words about him, he'll hear them or but he'll have to be kind of go past your protest. James, you also he talked about Boris because obviously he made these comments in the Sun interview saying that he thought Boris would be a brilliant prime minister. Do you think Theresa May responded well to, to I that? I thought the look on Theresa May's face as he was praising Boris Johnson was um, unique. It was also, it said something amazing about it. The thing about Trump is that, that the more you watch him, uh, the more you realise he is almost a kind of self-parody. His basic basis of thinking that Boris Johnson would be a very good Prime Minister is that Boris Johnson thinks that he has said nice things about him, Donald Trump, and he, Donald Trump, is a very good president. So someone who thinks that he, Donald Trump, is a very good president will obviously be a good prime minister. I think he doesn't quite... um, If one was being kind, one would say that he doesn't quite realise that in a parliamentary system as opposed to a presidential system, praising another politician in this way and saying that they could do the job well has slightly more significance. Because obviously, if someone says something nice about an American politician and how they'd be a good president... That is at least, you know, that is at least, depending on when the election is, several years away. While, while it's in a parliamentary system, these things can happen very, very quickly. I thought, I thought in a sense it was, I felt fair enough on his part in that he was clearly asked by the Sun, does he think Boris Johnson, they set him up, they knew what he'd say, he said it. I don't think we can expect him to understand the tensions within the Tory party when he doesn't understand a lot of things. I, I do think they, I would say, are probably slightly against that, isn't it? I mean, it's clearly quite an inflammatory thing to do to come <laughs> to the country. And then before yeah. the dinner, do, sit down and do an interview in which you basically trash the policy, speak about someone who's just quit the government. That's quite yeah. a clear sign things but aren't you're going great Donald there. Trump with a normal human yeah, being. No, 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 perhaps, perhaps I am, Freddie. But what I'm saying is, I still think you can say that ultimately that no, that no, is that is undersight yeah. by him, and perhaps he doesn't care. But I, I, do, I do think in that press conference too, I thought Theresa May handled it fairly well, and actually she did appear quite statesmanlike next. To him. I thought it was interesting though because she obviously hasn't totally fallen out of him because she, she still held his hands going down those steps. She still let him, you know, didn't let him fall down the stairs on the I way there. I don't know how you could stop him actually. He just grabs <laughs> he on. Kind of grabs her off, <laughs> well. And uh, Freddie, he's now heading to Scotland to the Turnbury Golf Resort where you, you were straight after Brexit, weren't you? Yes. And it was the day 
after Brexit. He keeps saying it was the day before. It's driving me crazy. He said it in the newspaper this morning. And then he said it again in the conference. He said that I was there the day before uh, and I predicted it would happen. He wasn't. He was there the day after. And I just can't believe someone can't get this into his head. But this is the man we're dealing with. And he's the most powerful man on the planet. And James, what happens now? I mean, have they kind of secured things? What does it mean for Brexit? Well, I, I think Theresa May will be glad that she has some words from him that she can say or when people say, oh, but you can't do a trade deal with the United States under this agreement, she can now say, oh, no, 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 look, the president said we were going to pursue one and we were going to look into it. So I think she will she will cling on to those words and try and use them to pacify some of the people in her party who are particularly irate about the, the restrictions that they think that this agreement places on the UK's ability to do trade deals with, with other countries. I think it's also worth noting but this restriction is the worst when it comes to the United States because the US is a country that, it, as the world's largest economy, it always wants its own standards recognised in trade agreements. That's why it's such a particular problem with with the US. I think also she'll be. I think they will be glad of her him saying that she can't just walk away. I think that 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 was kind of useful to her. That you know that even Donald Trump doesn't think that. Though we were all left scratching our heads because he kept talking about this suggestion he made to Theresa May about how to conduct the Brexit tours that was too brutal for her. Uh, if it's not walking away, we're left wondering what it is. I think that is what the... What, what, nuclear what, war, probably. <laughs> is the, <laughs> we, we, you know, the, the, the scramble to find out what this piece of advice is, which, which you could tell he's very pleased with, uh, is, now, is now underway. Just finally, overall, I mean, do, do we think Theresa May came out of it quite well or not? Look, I think yesterday, the, this morning's, the, the interview was a, it was a disaster for Diana. It was very bad. I think she got through that press conference, as as Katie said, in a in a in a pretty dignified way. Uh, I thought she avoided, uh, and I thought he was actually uh, grading on a curve. He was actually trying to be more diplomatic than he often is, and I think she will get some. I thought, I thought she, as, as Katie has rightly said, standing next to him, she, she looks a more impressive figure. I think ultimately, though, the problem is that yesterday's interview confirmed fears amongst Tory Brexiteers that this isn't a deal where they get free trade. And I think even though he's rode back slightly, they still feel like that's been confirmed. And Theresa May has yet to work out how to sell this deal to her party. I think on the uh, when Trump revealing that May had said, "Don't worry, it's just the press." I think journalists are already saying, "Oh, he, she won't thank him for that," but actually, I think she should. I, I think that's a very good reaction from May, and I think the public would probably agree it is just the press. Thank you, Freddie. Thank you, James, and thank you, Katie.